Hello, friends, and welcome to the Career Guru Podcast. I am your host, Steve Yanofsky, and I am the Career Guru. What a glorious day it is to start your path on a new career. Doors are opening here at Boston Career Institute even as we speak, and I'm here holding the key for you. So tune in, stay sharp, and enjoy yourself. This is going to be great. Let's career up. Welcome to the Career Guru Podcast, the inaugural Career Guru Podcast featuring your congenial host, Steve Yanofsky, the Career Guru, and my esteemed colleague, Lisa Senka. We will go through our brief introductions and get down to the meat and potatoes of career guruing. So, so let's start with a career guru. I am, like I said, Steve Yanofsky, a very accomplished businessman, many years of experience, admired by all, uh, no, scratch that. No, no, no. How do we start? Is this too much, Lisa? What do you think? Should I tone no, it down no, just a little bit? No, I should continue really with, with, this, with the I, pomposity. I, I mean, no, there's yeah, a lot. No, absolutely. Because, you know, after I, you, I get to go. And then that's the right, pretty okay, much okay, the okay, remaining okay. I, I, show. I can be pompous. Pompous, <laughs> pompous, sorry. More, more pomp, more circumstance. Dum, da, da, dum, dum, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Well, what can I say, folks? The inaugural podcast, which is going to go unbelievably great. Everyone across the world is going to be listening to this stuff and paying heed to what we have to say here. So a little bit of uh, a little bit about me, then a little bit about Lisa, and, and we'll move forward with what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about careers, your careers, and how much fun you're going to have getting to where you need to go. So um, who am I? It's a question that I ask myself every morning. <laughs> and it's a question you're going to ask yourself as a, as a professional every morning, too. It's extremely important to know who you are. Well, I've been through a little bit of a ringer. I'm an immigrant. I'm a veteran. I'm a college graduate. I'm an inventor. I'm an engineer. I have accomplished a few things in my life, but my crowning achievement is, has been the development of the Boston Career Institute. And we are broadcasting this podcast from our studios today here at the Boston Career Institute, where we're training hundreds of people each year to get started on their careers in healthcare. Um, I have multiple certifications and licenses in healthcare in particular, and I'm able to talk about this freely um, and guide you on your path to a career in healthcare. But a career is a career, okay? So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Lisa to you, and she's going to talk about her credentials, and we'll take it from there. Lisa, the floor is yours. Thanks, Steve. I'm really honored to be here at, uh, doing this podcast with you. And um, one of the things that you said in your repertoire that really um, resonated with me is that you have so many uh, things that you consider uh, make you who you are inventor, educator, innovator, all of those things. And um, so I think uh, before I talk about who I am, I want to just say to our audience that a lot of times people get stuck and think that a career is just one thing. It defines them. But actually in our career path, we are many things. 
So um, I'll give a little bit of my path and it's um, pretty jagged because a career path is not really straight ever. Um, so uh, when I first went to college, I uh, was an English and a history major and I had this super focused idea that I wanted to go to law school and then I did that and guess what? After I went to law school, I, it, I realized, wow, this isn't really why or how I want to spend my life. And then I made another quick turn um, and uh, went back to school again um, to become an educator and uh, was a teacher for many years, uh, program developer, high school program developer, and eventually I opened a girl's school. And after doing that, um, I realized, wow, I want to bring some of these ideas that I made to an even bigger audience. And so I landed myself at Harvard. Um, I have a master's at Harvard in uh, school innovation. And now I'm working on um, a, doctoral, a doctorate at Harvard, um, building new educational concepts. And I'm partnering with BCI this year. Uh, we're working together to um, innovate and grow the concepts here at BCI to make amazing pathways for students that come here. So it's been really, really fun. Fun working with you, Steve. Oh, it's been tremendous for me too, Lisa. Uh, you have no idea how much I learned from you and uh, how much I enjoy working together with you. Um, and so this, this is going to be great. We have a, a lot to offer to, um, to our listeners. So let's just jump on in and talk about why we're here and what it is that we're trying to accomplish. So awesome. we call this podcast The Career Guru. Um, and I call myself the career guru. And you I are I, I, the career I am, guru. I, am. I, believe, I believe I earned this title because um, in the 20 years that we've been here at, uh, at BCI, uh, through my hands and with the help of my uh, co-workers, my, my members of my team, who are absolutely magnificent, I, I'm so honored to be a part of this organization where we have so many gifted and uh, giving people who give of themselves every day to uh, empower others to go out and achieve greatness in uh, in healthcare, help so many people and earn more money, which is absolutely fantastic. And earning more money is key to your success and professionalism and, and uh, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. It's not an evil thing. It's a great thing that you can be more charitable with and more giving to yourself and, uh, and others. Mm -hmm. So... The career guru, two words, but first is the most important word. Let me read from the dictionary what it says. Career, an occupation undertaken for a significant period of a person's life and with opportunities for progress. Mm -hmm. For a significant period of time with opportunities um, for progress. All of these are key, very simple definition and yet so much power in them. And it makes no difference what it is that you do, as long as you love and respect what you do. I'd like to share a story, if I may, Lisa. Would you mind if I share a story? You are infamous storyteller, so <laughs> please share your story. <laughs> I, I, I love this story because it talks about a student that I had here in BCI. I won't mention any names, 
but uh, she stayed with me for a, a long time. And I am, uh, uh, you know, I think about it all the time and I talk about it to my students all the time. So here was a student, a middle-aged woman who was uh, uh, in school here to become a medical assistant. And she came to me to um, help her create a resume and put her on the, on the, on the path for um, developing her uh, career. And she, I asked her, okay, what did you do before you came to BCI? And all of a sudden, the tears started coming out. Mm. Well, I'm used to making women cry, you know. should not be publicly but, sad. <laughs> but, but, well, I make everybody cry. I'm like <laughs> one of those onions. You start peeling and everybody cries. So in this particular tears case. Tears of joy, of course. Tears of, well, in this, naturally. <laughs> in this particular case, these were tears. And the waterworks were going. I said, what did I do? I mean, as a married man, I automatically assumed it's my fault. So I, I asked what happened here. And she says, you don't understand. You don't understand what it is that I did. And she proceeded to tell me, I said, well, what did you do? And because I've seen all sorts of people come through my doors. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, I worked for this uh, company called Amtrak. I said, well, that's great. I did it for 20 years. I said, that's wonderful. Employers love longevity. People, they, they love dedicated people. Steve, you don't understand. I hosed out public toilets. You know, for 20 years, I would put on a rubber suit and I would hose out the toilet. I had three kids. I was a single mom. Mm. And all I did was hose out public restrooms. I mean, mm. sounds pretty gloomy to me. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Who would hire a person who hosed out toilets overnight mm. while her kids slept and so she could put food on the table and do everything? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? It's all about perception and it's all about the use of English language, about how you mm -hmm. describe what it is that you did. First and foremost, you need to take pride that for 20 years you yes. were able to yes. do what you did to support your family, your children, yourself. You were able to pay the rent. You were able to pay for their baseball or, you know, gymnastics, wh wherever it is that you sent your kids. You, you raised the family. In 20 years, you yourself raised the family. You held down the job. Nobody fired you. You got paid. And now let's talk about what it is that you did. And I explained to her that she didn't hose out public restrooms, but that she maintained facilities in full compliance with the health code regulations. That instead of wearing a rubber suit, she was wearing personal protective equipment. Everyone knows about PPE today, mm -hmm, okay? It's mm -hmm. PPE or nothing today. Everybody's wearing masks, gloves, you know, whatever. You know, but she didn't understand. And all of a sudden, after I described to her that she was a high professional, responsible for working for a leading U.S. Uh, firm, you know, that is responsible for transporting millions of people by rail, and she was responsible for maintaining, you know, all the facilities in, in, in compliance with health code regulations, all of a sudden a switch snapped in her head and she says, yeah, well, I guess I did do that. Mm -hmm. You see, it's all in how you present yourself. It's all in how you view yourself yeah. as to who you are. So the professionalism, first and foremost, the word professional, first and foremost, begins within you. It's not what you do. It's how you treat your job 
and it's how you explain your functions to others. But first, it begins with you. That's when we first started this podcast. I said it's a state of mind. Well, I maybe use different terms, but it professionalism and career guruing is a state of mind. Believe in yourself, and then you can make others believe in you too. So it makes no difference what you're doing now. It's changing your own perception yes. of yourself, the work you do, and where you're moving it forward. Mm. Okay, so that's the story I wanted to share. There's so many others. There's mm. so many others. Uh, you know, people who went through. I won't bore you with all the details. At some point in tape, some of these stories will surface. But it's a teachable moment. It's a learning moment about yourselves, uh, about me, about you. And whatever curveballs life will will toss you, it's great to stay focused. It's great, like Lisa said when she first introduced herself, she was she English in in English and history, two of my favorite subjects, by the way. And she was so focused of going to law school, and she didn't just go to any law school. She went to Boston College Law School, mind you. This is you know creme de la creme here. And then she finished the school, and she says, "Well, geez, it's not exactly what I want." Mm-hmm. Well, I want to be an educator. You know what, Steve? I, I love what you said about the starting point is about valuing your self-worth. So um, sometimes when people are unsure or they're going to make a big change or they are going to step, they want to step out, but there's fear that holds them back. And the biggest fear is that they don't see their own worth. And that's the first step in moving into a new career, right? Or even beginning a career. It's like, as you say, first figuring out, have I done anything of value? And what is my personal worth? And oftentimes that's so beaten up in people. So the story that you shared is that that woman did something so admirable so powerful, someone that did a job that seems the lowest thing in the world to clean out toilets is actually the so admirable. It's so needed and it's so necessary and powerful that someone could do something that seems so awful, but like, look what she did. So all of the things that you talked about are really her worth and her value. And, you know, in a biblical story, um, you know, the person that washes the feet of their, uh, the master that washes the feet of his servants is doing the most um, powerful and profound work. And that's what that reminds me of, right? So um, I always remember when I became a teacher for the first time, my sister, who's also a teacher, she said, Lisa, there's only two people that you really need to befriend when you start teaching. The administrative assistants and the janitors, because those are the people who are the heartbeat of any school, of any place that you work. They're the people that are doing the work that supports everyone else. So I love what you said is that you empowered her to recognize her worth, right? And her value. Um, and once Absolutely. people once people understand that they are valuable, 
they can then see themselves moving into the next step, right? And then I think the next part of what I heard you say was people need to be thinking less about the what and the how, but more about the why. Why do we want to do the things we want to do? You know, so when I was going through law school, I thought it was all about like, this is what I've been on. This is what I'm on the path for. But in the end, I said, well, what is my why? Um, how do I want my life to be? Um, how do I want to be remembered? What do I want to leave in this world and why? Um, and that was that's a really important question for people um, to begin with. Why is what I do important in this world? How can I change myself? How can I change others? How can I make the world a better place? Um, and if you start with that why, you're certainly going to find a place that you can have, um, you know, the kinds of things you're talking about. Feeling empowered, feeling meaningful, having purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's not leave out the money angle. Sorry to bring bring the spirituality out of this <laughs> and into the earthly realm. You know, the money aspect is important. You must be able to put put uh, uh, yes. shelter over your uh, over yourselves and yes. put food on your table. You know, there's this guy, a uh, psychologist who developed uh, a hierarchy of needs. Maslow was his name, and uh, you know, they're right there. You have to be able to put you know shelter, food, clothing, and everything else is sort of mm -hmm. you know somewhere on the bottom. So right. all of the stuff comes from the work that you do. And of course, mm -hmm. once you've satisfied these basic needs, uh, shelter, food, clothing, um, you can move on to other things like spiritual development. And of course, things like spending time with your family, going out places, doing things, mm -hmm. being charitable, very important, being charitable to other people who are less fortunate than you. And don't forget the charity begins at home. So you start charity with you. Okay, yes. so make sure make sure you can do that. And a great new job, a great new career is something that can accomplish all this for you. So we're going to be talking about a multitude of subjects as we move forward to the Career Guru podcast. Mm -hmm. But first thing that I think that Lisa and I wanted to talk about before was setting up the groundwork. Lisa broached the subject just now about the why question. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about how, when, and where, and of course, how much, okay? So all these things do matter, but that's later. But everything starts first with the question, why? Okay, why? Well, I need a more meaningful job. Why? I need more money in my life. And so I'm making a decision, what? What am exactly. I going to do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how is it going to be meaningful? Go ahead. I wanted to just add something about the, the money piece. I, I love that you actually um, touch that because, you know, there's all this sort of soft discussion about like, oh, do something, follow your heart. And, you know, uh, but in the end, I mean, that is, of course, important. But in the end, we all have to live. And so I've no had question. students in all of my, my, you know, career as an educator. And I used to say, you know, uh, what, if, what, what do you want to do? What are you thinking about? How do you want to, you know, um, spend your life or what do you want to devote your life to? And you say, oh, I just want to make a lot of money. And I used to say all the time, you know, 
it's so important to make money. Money is important. But if you go and do something that you really don't love, you will never be good at it. And then you will never get a raise. You will never make money. You will always stay the same or, you know, but if you follow your heart and do something you care about and it's meaningful, you will be so good at it. It will never feel like work. And then you will be so good that people will recognize your worth and then you will be compensated for that good work. And then you will make a lot of money doing what you love. So the two are really connected, but let's not avoid saying money matters. People are going into a career because they they need to sustain their life. Just like you said, we need to not just be able to pay for basic things, but we want to improve our life and we want to improve the world. So all of those things build on each other and we can't be afraid to say money matters. So it, choosing a career that's going to help you move from what you're making at Subway to you know developing some skills that are going to move you to working in a hospital or some other place. And then from moving into from a hospital, maybe to a private practice, maybe eventually, you know, a, a big, uh, you know, uh, research center, who knows? The, the possibilities are endless, but all of those steps happen when you're passionate about what you're doing. I agree wholeheartedly, completely and totally. And uh, that which is which is why you're the first uh, guest on the Career <laughs> Guru podcast. Uh, yes. <laughs> you got you to agree, even though we can get into some passionate disagreements, but I think it's in order to reach consensus at some point in time. Well, Stephen, um, we were already yesterday just saying, he said to me, hey, let's do something fun. Let's write a book. So who knows? That could, that could be on our next uh, podcast, talking about what kind of a book we put together. <laughs> you never replied. You I've been thinking. I've been thinking about it, Steve. <laughs> I've been thinking about what that might look like. So, there's your answer. <laughs> we are going to write a book. It's going to be a career guru book, <laughs> co-authored by Lisa, PhD. Right. What's wrong with that? That, that oh, it's could great. Be, I mean, it could how be many, amazing. How many, how many letters do you have up to your name, Lisa? You, you're going to have the PhD. The M-E-D. M-E-D, J-D. J-D. J-D-B-A. Yeah, a lot of letters. Yeah, you got a lot of alphabet going for yourself. I mean, this is this is serious business. Okay, all right, very good, very good. So we've gotten past the passion and we're talking about the money. Now let's talk a little bit about once you have made that decision, let's say you found your passion. Let's say you said that, you know, there's enough money in that field for me to be successful. Mm -hmm. Now, what is it that we need to do? I think the first thing that we need to do is we need to lay down the groundwork how you are going to reach this goal. What does it take? We mm. take out a piece of paper, we get the old pencil or pen out, and we start putting the pros and cons together and building our support infrastructure. That is, in my view, also a key thing, is finding a group of cheerleaders who are yes. going to support you through this task. Now, some people uh, approach this as uh, using the term arduous task. Arduous meaning, you know, hard and heavy, burdensome. I always stay away from using that term. It may be difficult at times, but 
when you're reaching for that goal, when you're when you're trying to accomplish something great for yourself and for others, this is no longer arduous. This is a blessing through which you are going to go. This is something, this particular growth path is, is like teething as, as a child, okay? There is that scratching, itching, painful experience of teeth coming out, but what's the reward? You're gonna be able to chew on that piece of meat that you've been wanting for a long time and not eating that mush, okay? And that, that's basically, basically the growing pains of becoming a real professional earning a real professional wage. That reward that's in the end makes everything pale in comparison. Hmm. All that hard work becomes, you know, a true blessing. By the time you complete your studies, by the time you complete your uh, internships or whatever is required for you to become that professional, by the time you pass the national board exams, we'll talk about those separately, you will have such a feeling of great accomplishment, enlightenment, and lightness of being which is absolutely phenomenal. It is, it, is, uh, it is greater than anything that you could experience um, from any external forces, okay? This you know, is your own personal accomplishment. Steve, you know, what you're talking about is so interesting because oftentimes when someone is beginning a new career or just uh, coming out of school and, and just thinking about processing, what do I wanna be? What do I want to do? Um, oftentimes, they have their eye on the end goal. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to work in a hospital. I, I want to wear a uniform. I, I want to feel like a professional. But sometimes, uh, seeing the prize at the end fails to, re, you know, to think about that there are steps, and the process is not all easy. Anything worth achieving, um, there is hard work. And sometimes, uh, especially people who are just beginning, they have to learn about the rewards of hard work. So it is a process to actually understand difficulties, failures, um, all of those things that come along with the step that, steps that you're taking to get to what you want. And actually all of that is part of how you grow as a professional. Everything that you learn along the way, every class that you take, every interaction that you have, every communication that you have, these are all skills and sometimes they're difficult. I mean, difficult conversations are hard, right? Um, but having all of that build uh, is really, part of what gets you to that goal. So I think uh, the first thing you, you touch that's hard to talk about is money. And second is that this is building a new career. It's hard work and it's sometimes difficult, but you know, uh, <laughs> I just equate this to um, having a baby. You know, I'm a mom, I have two kids. And I just think about, you know, the, holding the baby in the end is the joy but there's a lot of hard work <laughs> that goes into actually getting having that baby, right? So like, but the hard work is worth it. And so I think it's important for us to talk to people who are thinking about 
changing careers or building a new career or people that are trying to say like, can I do it? Just to know there will be difficulties, but those difficulties will be worth it. The end result um, is so, so worth it. So I, I love what you're talking about, the pathway. It's tremendous. The rewards are absolutely fantastic. And it's only the first step. There is, mm -hmm. there is, there are so many other opportunities once you build on that and yes. it move forward. But as I started speaking a little bit earlier, I want to sort of come back to this sure. um, by, by talking about the support structure of that hard work. You're going to be involved in that hard work, but people around you will also be affected by it. Uh, tremendously you will be you may have to take yourself a little bit out of the picture of earning for the family uh, or you may be in a position where you need to contribute to other things and you may not be to the greatest extent for that you need that support structure around you people who are not just willing but excited to see you move forward my suggestion as the career guru is to surround yourself with successful people now what does that mean I'm not talking about somebody with fancy, flashy titles or, or you know, letters next to the name, except for Lisa, of course. Lisa, <laughs> if, if, if you're ever fortunate to have Lisa in, in, in your life, as I am right now, uh, you, this, is, this is the greatest cheerleader with letters next to her name. Uh, believe me. No. Here is the An way alphabet. the career guru... Uh, this is the way the career guru treats successful people. Successful people are people who tried failed, got up, mm -hmm. tried again, failed, mm -hmm. got up, tried again, succeeded. Mm -hmm. That is a successful person in anything. A person who has achieved success in their career path is a person, nothing happens to people, you know, just like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very, very infrequent when people can actually accomplish something on a, on a straight path. It doesn't exactly. happen. Life is always about a little bit of a zigzag. If I were to show you what happened to me in my life, oh my gosh, I, I, I can't even tell you. It's not even a zigzag. I wish it were a zigzag. <laughs> you know, it's, it's back and forth and up and down. And sometimes instead of a, instead of a failure, you get a smackdown, but that's okay. Get up, get up yes. and persevere. And yes. for that, you need people who will understand you. Now, mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes we look for these people at home. We turn to our parents, we turn to our loved ones. And what do we find? We find people who genuinely love us and care for us. They, they will give us food, but they may not be the people who will be your greatest cheerleaders. Some people who want to feed you and give you everything on a silver platter will also want to kind of protect you, put, you, put their arms around you. Don't, don't go out there. It's scary out there. Mm -hmm. Don't go. You may fail. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. You know, I, I don't want to see you upset. This is not the person you want to surround yourself with. I'm not telling you to get these people out of your life. No, 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 no. Love them dearly, but find the people who tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and succeeded, who will take your hand and say, okay, Yes, this is not going to be easy, mm -hmm. but it's worth it. Now let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh, you, you fell down, you hurt yourself. I'm sorry. Get up, shake it off. Let's go. Yeah. Once you have made the decision to move forward, that decision is unshakable. It is immutable. It is, 
it is it is like the rock of Gibraltar, if anybody uh, can understand this reference. It's that it's that rock. It's it ain't moving. You have to come to it. It's that that's it. You've made that decision. It's time to go forward. I mean, I'm not talking about a dumb decision. Sometimes you need to walk away. But if it's a good one and you know, oh, I wish I could become a registered nurse. I'm I'm speaking uh, from the standpoint of healthcare because this is the guru's uh, mainstay. Uh, but it can be anything. It can be absolutely anything. You've made that decision. I love that field. I want to do that. I so want to do that. And the money, oh my gosh, look at what dental hygienist is earning out there. By the way, 45 to 60 bucks an hour to start. Okay. Uh, registered nurses too, around $50 an hour to start. But that's the next step. Our dental assistants are making upwards of $30 an hour. The ladies and the gentlemen who uh, uh, who come to BCI seeking these professions are no longer dependent on working for $15, $16 an hour in their past positions, working two jobs to sustain themselves. All of a sudden, they're working one job, and it's possible right here. BCI, where we're broadcasting from. Start your career in healthcare, you'll be done in no time, no debts, but that's beside the point. We're going to come back to these topics later. In the meantime, you've made the decision. You're moving forward. You got these people around you. They're going to give you constructive criticism. They're going to give you support. These people need to be honest with you. When you're doing something dumb, they shouldn't be afraid to say or hurt you, be afraid to hurt your feelings. Hey, that was wrong. Or hey, Good job, okay? Find those people. Find the people in these fields and say, how did you do it? People who succeeded independently, people who overcame adversity will tell you. They will tell you honestly. No one will ever say, hey, you can't do it. If somebody ever tells you that, you walk away from that person because you can. You can. Look around you. You know, people in these positions may not be the 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 brightest bulbs in 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 the in the house they may not be the brightest stars but they got there how do they get there perseverance mm -hmm. commitment support a lot of hard work mm. and this is something that you cannot forget you you have to have that support structure sometimes you can find that support structure in school for example here in in our little corner of the universe at bci most of our employees are former students. Yes. I'm happy to say they're former students. They came back and now they inspire others. So find people like that. Sometimes you can find them right there and then. Don't be afraid to, to cleave to a person like that. And I mean cleave, meaning cleave. You come close. You, 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 you suck the information out of them. You let them help you. You let them tell you if you're making a mistake. You listen to them. You find the support that you need. A little bit of tough love sometimes is also a great thing. So listen to what needs to be done. And remember, it's, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing well. And it's worth making some sacrifices on your way there as long as the goal will be useful to you and to others. Mm. I, 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 love, I love what you said about mentoring, mentorship. Um, it's a big part of also growing in your career. Um, and mentoring is different than mothering. 
So you just talked about, um, you know, what your family support looks like. And then, so that's, I call that, just put that under mothering, mothering and fathering. Okay. Yes, so, yes. so that is um, one kind of support and um, mentoring is actually a very, very different kind of support. And um, I love what you said. Sometimes a mentor is going to give you uh, the hard knocks. Dope slap. A dope slap. <laughs> yes. Okay. So a mentor's job is not just to do um, what I call clap for crap. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> so... <laughs> love it. I love it. I'm, I'm stealing that one. I'm stealing this. Okay. So clapping for crap is like, oh, you tied your shoes. Oh, you're the best. Okay. That's, that's mothering. And that's important. But a mentor in a career cannot just say like, oh, you turned on your computer. That's so great. Okay. There are expectations and then there are challenges and there's hard work involved. And so if you're not meeting your benchmarks or your goals that you've set for yourself, it's your mentor's job to actually help you to overcome that plateau. So when you start something and it's hard, our human nature is to be like, ooh, that's hard, that's hard, oh, I don't, I don't think I can do it. But a mentor's job is to say, to help you to go back to the original part, which is value, your own value and your worth, to say, I can and I will. And the mentor's job is to push you through that plateau. And it's hard. Again, I hate to be the one. I'm always, I'm all about joy and all that. But today my focus is all on, oh, it's hard. But the truth is, is that the mentor's job is about helping you to know that you can get through that. And once, once you do, you've risen to the next level and you're one step closer to where you want to be. So um, I love what you said about surrounding yourself uh, with those kind of people that will push you. Um, because they will be honest with you. Myself, I've, uh, just like you, Steve, I've gone through many different iterations of my career to land me to where I am. And um, I have several times in my career have had to do something called a 360 evaluation. Steve was actually part of this uh, for me while I um, as part of my doctoral program at Harvard. A 360 evaluation is where people around that are around you evaluate you and they talk about your strengths and they talk about areas where you can grow. And after that's done, you have to sit down with that and you can do one of two things. You can say, Oh, that's all BS. I'm, I'm all that in a paper bag. Or you can listen. Remember we have two ears and one mouth. So we have to listen more than we speak. So you can listen to constructive criticism and you can really take it to heart and use it to better yourself. Because when people that love you give you constructive criticism, it's about um, they're, they're depositing things in you. They're helping you to become a better, stronger, more vital person. So remember to take that, listen, and use those um, constructive criticisms as ways to propel yourself. So I think mentorship is another like amazing 
topic that you're talking about, Steve. Um, I know we, we're coming at it slightly different, but I think that we are both in agreement that that is um, really key to launching into a successful career in your future and also one that you can use to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, may I share another quick story? Yes. Yes. When will I get to share a story? Oh, please. Right after me. <laughs> <laughs> My stories are probably not as entertaining as entertaining. <laughs> please share your story. I want to hear. No, it, this, this is the quick one. My professional career, uh, I'm not talking about my, my, my jobs that I had, you know, while I was still in high school, of which I had a few, um, you know, but my true professional career uh, got a start in the military. Um, mm. I, I enlisted in, in, in the army and I met a few gurus over there along, uh, mm -hmm. along my, uh, uh, along my path. I'm sure. Um, oh, <laughs> you know, sure? I got a lot, I got a lot of <laughs> constructive criticism given to me in plain speak, like you wouldn't believe. And I'm mm. sure people listening to me, to us, uh, on this podcast, we can, you know, those who went through this particular re-education uh, uh, platform known as the uh, U.S. military or any other military, they're all the same. You know, uh, you go through the same meat grinder where you are, where you're constantly, <laughs> should I say, encouraged, both <laughs> mentally and physically, to perform to your, to your best. But I got to tell you something, out of that meat grinder, once you make it, you know, nothing beats it. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be talking about my experiences in the military and the encouragement techniques that were used uh, uh, on me uh, during that time. I still haven't forgotten what happened that, to me. That could be a cool uh, podcast. Eighteen years cool old. Podcast. Oh, I'm I mean, sure we can somebody... we can branch off on that. Right? Are you planning to maybe interview that. somebody from the military? I mean, there is there is incredible. Um, growth that happens. Oh, I mean, military is military, amazing. Military has invested uh, billions of dollars into developing most amazing uh, training uh, programs, which were designed to reach anyone. If you couldn't reach uh, the training in the military, there's a problem, you know, but uh, they invented uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, like the cartoons in the Sunday paper used to be. I'm not so sure. I haven't picked up a Sunday paper in many years. I don't even know if there are cartoons anymore, uh, like Garfield or Snoopy and, you know, whatever else used to be out there. Uh, you know, they made technical manuals about radar systems mm -hmm. in cartoon form. So that was my kind of learning. Believe me when I tell you, I didn't do so well in high school. I thank the Lord. I, I did what I did and I ended up in college afterwards and I did fine over there only because I could see the light of day. And because of the encouragement I received from some of those highly trained professionals, mentors, drill sergeants, mentors, mentors, <laughs> mentors. I, I love, I love these professional terms that you put on, on that. But yes, they were my mentors. By the time I was finished with that, I realized that they were my best friends, my greatest mentors, my helpers, people who actually kept me from dying from doing something stupid. And believe me when I tell you, if there was something stupid to have been done, I did it. And that's why I'll be able to share all these stories with you as we go along. Yes. Believe me when I tell you, it's a miracle that I'm here today. And uh, I will share these stories with you ad nauseum 
meaning until you get sick of me, but I'll keep at it because I know, I know they're helpful. I know you will succeed. My goal of this podcast is not just to make a ton of money, which I'd love to do, um, you know, but uh, the goal here is to reach as many people as possible and to improve their quality of life. This is why I'm here. This is why I landed on this particular uh, selection in my life of being a mentor and educator uh, and starting this little enterprise known as the Boston Career Institute with a, with a great friend of mine. We, we did it together and uh, this place today is just an amazing uh, institution of, uh, I don't want to call it higher learning, but uh, it's the greatest institution of career advancement. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Lisa is here to make this into a college. You know, in, in a short period of time, this is what we're going to be. Um, and this is absolutely fantastic. But enough about that. Uh, well, more, actually, ab- more about you. Actually, no, no. Actually, I wanted to add about um, wh- why I decided to partner with BCI. Uh, choosing a project um, when you're working on your um, doctorate at Harvard, and especially in, in education, um, choosing a a school that you want to partner with, um, it's really, really important that you are um, aligned with the mission. And so I feel like since you're talking about BCI and um, what you and your uh, business partner, Fred, have done here, um, I just want to say that I was drawn specifically to this school to come and partner here. to help um, innovate and grow uh, what's already been done because of several reasons. Um, one is that I saw the way people came in the doors here. Some of them hopeless. I have seen women that have come from shelters walk in the door here. Oh, I've yeah. seen people coming that are new to this country I've seen people who have been working in um, very low-paying jobs. I've seen people that did not have success in high school come through the doors here. And they're, they're looking. They have the um, desire to do something worthy in their life. And when they come here and they see hope and they say, I want to wear that uniform. I want my son or my daughter to see me with a stethoscope around my neck. I want to be a professional. I want to make my life worthy. And when they come here and the people that work here sit down and say, there is a pathway for you and you can do that. I mean, just on that very first day, When you see people say, can I do it? Can I really be that person? Can my whole life trajectory be changed if I just invest in myself a small bit? The answer was yes. And what what I thought was so commendable and amazing here is that the students that come into the school, as Steve said, the people that work here and teach here look like them. Some of them walked in those same shoes. It's very powerful. 
It's very equitable. It's uh, amazing to be part of such a powerful place um, that's changing so many people's lives. Um, so I don't know, I just wanted to share that because it's, um, it's just a, a great growing experience for me as a professional to be part of this institution. So it's kind of great. Well, it's great. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a best business practice where um, both sides win. It is possible. Not the, it doesn't have to be one side wins, one side loses. It's right. always a win-win uh, relationship in uh, as far as the business is straight, uh, concerned, as far as careers are concerned. Everybody wins. You as a professional win. You and your employer who hires you as a professional wins. Mm -hmm. People who benefit from the great work that you will be doing win. Yes. The more money you make makes you charitable. I keep saying the word charitable because it's key. I'm going to also throw in another word, and that's humble. Um, I understand it may not come across that way uh, from my boisterous uh, uh, expressions here during this podcast, but humility is extremely important for a true professional to develop further. Um, if you're not humble, you're not able to accept uh, instruction from anybody else. Okay? It's, you know, once you... Uh, once you get on this path of an of a upward career movement, a little bit of humility is key. So you're able to absorb the information coming from your mentor. You Two people cannot be mentors. There is a mentor and there is, what's the uh, opposite of mentor? Mentee. I'm sorry, I'm a, a, mentee. Mentee. Um, a mentee. Mentee. Uh, mentor there, and mentee. Is there, right. is, there, is there something else that can be used? I'm searching for a word, but I can't seem to come up with it. Um, well, you get, you get the idea. You have the mentor and someone being mentored. Both yeah. people cannot be mentors. Yes, you can learn from one another, but on your career path, on your career path, you must assume a more earthly role and accept the teachings, um, as the God's honest truth. And this is where you need to be at that particular point. You can be humble, but not too humble, of course. You know, but you know, in order to step up, you have to assume a slightly lower position in order to, you know, take in that information. Say, uh huh, yes, yes, mm. this this person knows what they're talking about. I'm going to learn from them. This mm. is the mentor. I'm going to take instructions, and I am going to move past. I'm happy to say, I still teach. Uh, so some of the, uh, some of my, um, work here in BCI, even though I'm the director of education, I also teach, uh, I do many other things, but teaching is definitely still one of them. I'd like to keep my hands in teaching. I can honestly tell you that most of my students have surpassed me both in knowledge, skills, and skills in their chosen profession. Okay. I am, I am thrilled beyond words to tell you that a lot of my students, I would say most of my students, have far surpassed me. And that makes me feel great. I feel wonderful that these folks have accomplished. But before they did that, before they did that, um, they first had to be a little bit humble and take on the instruction. And so they did that, and then they were able to succeed. Now they can teach me.
then I will have to be humble. Yes, that's so right. We, we, that's we, have touched, <laughs> we have we have touched upon many different topics here so far in our inaugural podcast. What do you think, Lisa? How can we summarize what we discuss yeah. and uh, and uh, and set the stage for our next podcast? Yeah. Uh, whether it's with you or with another guest, and I, I am. Whether you like it or not, Lisa, you're going to be a frequent contributor to the Career Guru podcast. <laughs> There's no place to hide. Um, you know, you will be back. Yes, um, well, you know, but let's 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 summarize sure. this uh, because I think maybe I've already put a few people to sleep. Let's wake them up a little bit and say, "Hey, this is what we learned today." Yes, absolutely. So, um, for me, my, I I also so talking about humility. I learned a lot today, and I really hope all the listeners um, learned a lot today. I think the main takeaway from our conversation, which is always rich and great, and I hope that others, as they're listening, can, if they're starting to think about, like, what, what can I do? So I think some of the key things, and add on to my list, I think we talked about really um, understanding and knowing your value, that you have done great things and you can do great things. And then I think after that, we talked about understanding your why, like start thinking about why you want to do the things you want to do. Start um, surrounding yourself with mentors that are giving you good, sound advice and pushing you to the next step. And then finally, I think um, your last, the last part is, is, um, as you start to become an expert and maybe even surpass your own teachers, remember to be humble. A lot of ground has been covered and we have a lot more to cover because this, this topic is almost inexhaustible. It's endless. As we develop further, we come in come up with new information and mm -hmm. we're really looking forward to hearing uh, your responses. I, I'd love to have your feedback on our first uh, podcast and maybe some ideas of what you want to talk about. Um, and uh, what interests you the most. We will definitely work it into our topics. I promise you, uh, out of this spiritual uh, first opening into this foray of career guruing, uh, will come a more precise set of um, podcasts dealing with specific issues which are pertinent to you, specifically to you. And you will be you will be not just allowed, but welcome to contribute your thoughts to what we're going to be talking about. We will address everything in, in, the, uh, in the time allowed to us. And in the, uh, uh, I'm sure there's going to be tons of positive responses uh, from you. Uh, we're looking forward to reading every single one of them and uh, really making this a great experience for you so we can grow today, today, because time is the most important commodity. If you don't act today and you leave it for tomorrow, you lost the day and that will never come back. A dollar, an extra dollar you can always earn, but the, the time, it never comes back. It's relentless and it works against you, but that's okay. That's okay. You know, when is a good time to plant a tree? Yesterday. What's the next best time to plant the tree? Today. I stole it from someone. <laughs> I have creatively acquired this particular analogy. Okay. Let's plant the tree. Today. So uh, let's plant the tree. Let's plant a career tree for yourself. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. And on that note, let's career up. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs>
Yes, we're all going to have great careers. Let's career up and let's have a great time. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's enjoy the fruit of our labors by the sweat of our brow. Thanks for having me, Steve. It was super fun. <laughs> oh, thank you for being with me. Career guru bids you a farewell. Talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Well, friends, my aspiring career gurus, this was fun. Thank you for tuning in. I feel enlightened. I feel empowered. And I'm feeling grateful that we spent this time together. For more information about Boston Career Institute, please visit our website at www.bostoncareer.org. For questions, comments, and or information about our podcast, email the Career Guru Podcast at gmail.com. The Career Guru Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Podbay FM, or whatever you stream your podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you all soon. All the best to you. My name is Steve Yanofsky. I am the career guru. May God bless you. And hashtag let's career up. <laughs>